Hello and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Cathy Love. I started life as an OT, had a, an amazing, crazy private practice which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of choice, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in, and I hope you absolutely enjoy. Hi everybody, Kathy Love here, settling in for a bit of a chat with myself and I uh, thought I would invite you into my thinking for a couple of minutes. There is a question that I get asked all the time, probably not every day, but certainly a couple of times a week and it's a really, really awesome question. And the question is, how do I build a team? And it's not always a clinical team, often it's an admin team. And as you know, I am a big fan of bringing admin into the business before you bring in clinical teammates. So there's no big surprise, except it happened to me, it was a surprise to me, that if you bring in a clinician first, guess what doubles? The admin doubles. Okay, nobody wants that. So that's why you bring admin in first. Anyway, I digress. How do I build a team? And what excites me about that question is that it's really good news that allied health business owners are growing their businesses. They're getting more work than they can handle and enjoy. They're really identifying with the long-term idea of making a bigger impact in the lives of customers. They're wanting to be uh, bigger and bolder and brighter and differently known in their neighbourhood. And there's that quiet core confidence that they really want to step into being a leader of a team as well as um, having all of that beautiful business intelligence about how to run their business. So let's start poking around at the answer for how do I build a team. This is probably a three-day workshop, but let's just see what we can get done in the next five or six minutes or so. Right. One of the first things that springs to mind is a wonderful book that I've read. I've talked about it before. It's written by Jeremy Stretton. In fact, I think Jeremy Jeremy has been on the podcast uh, previously, so you might want to check that episode as well. It's called The Business Legal Life Cycle. And I so wish that I had this book 17 years ago when I was building team out in my business. It would have fast-tracked my knowledge um, exponentially. However, we're lucky we've got it now. And if you Google it, you'll you'll find it. It's Australian and written for the small business uh, environment here in Australia. So one thing that I do want to momentarily stand on my soapbox about is the word staff. I have a bit of a thing about the word staff. And uh, in my notes here as I'm, uh, as I'm talking with you is a great big cross through the word staff and a great big tick against the word team. 
So pause for a moment. What is the difference between having staff and having team? I kind of know what my answer is. I'd love to be uh, listening into your thinking as you're pondering that. As a business owner, what do you want? Do you want staff and the connotations associated with that or do you want a team? I think you can probably tell by the uh, tone of my voice that I am most definitely a team fan. And at times I will actually call and respectfully challenge people who use the word staff. Where the uh, struggle tends to sit with uh, allied health business owners is the model of engagement to bring new people in. Usually with admin, there is a real-life human who can uh, come and work with you for X number of hours per week. So there is a, a real person option. But there's also a VA, a virtual assistant option as well. And increasingly for the solopreneurs and the smaller agile businesses, the VA is a brilliant alternative because it really gets right around the need for uh, costly and complicated employment uh, contracts. I'd still say that you need a position description, but it is um, a really, really great first step towards building team on the admin front. Otherwise, you're looking at potentially engaging admin and clinical team in some other kind of, uh, some other way. In the allied health business world, it's harder than you think to stay on top of everything you need to do to run a business whilst being fully present for your team and clients. If you struggle with this, you're not alone. Pretty much everybody feels this way. Some days you feel like you're crossing a decent task off just to be reminded that you then have three new tasks to take at their place. The to-do list feels like it never ends. It can be overwhelming doing it all on your own and that is why we took it upon ourselves to reach out to help you out. We have created our monthly masterclasses so that you can join and connect with others, learn bite-sized business skills and best of all, walk away from our masterclass with tasks ticked off your list. We can guarantee that each session will provide you with at the very least five gems that you can take and put into action right there and then. And trust us, as soon as you hop off our short and sweet session, you will want to take immediate action because that is the effect that Kathy Love and these masterclasses have. Each masterclass tackles a topic that has been niggling in the back of your mind and has moved further and further down your list. However, the sooner you nip this in the bud, the sooner you will free up your time and see the results in your business. Ready to nip your business woes in the bud and start taking practical action to maximise your results this year? Join one of our monthly masterclasses today. Typically, we know about independent contractors and we know about full-time and part-time employees. And there's more and more hitting the airwaves about casual employees. Let's look at each of them individually. Actually, I really... I'm. I'm only going to talk about two of them um, in detail. Independent contractors. Okay, so everyone has their own level of uh, comfort with engaging independent contractors. Some would say appetite for risk, but it is a model of engaging people that has changed over the years. I still believe that independent contractors 
with the right understanding, the right agreement, the right management strategies can really serve some allied health businesses beautifully. And it really is that proverbial win-win situation. It's really important that you read uh, the indicators on the ATO and also the indicators on the Fair Work Australia website. Heads up, those indicators and those checklists actually don't super agree with each other, which is why it's really important to get smart HR advice. I am able to provide you to several different HR advisors. You know where I am. I'm happy to provide those introductions. But in regards to the independent contractor, it's important to understand uh, the contracting arrangement and that they are supposed to bring their own tools. They are able to contract out to others. They really are very independent, responsible for their own scheduling. Uh, they can decline work. It's ideally uh, a package of work or a project of work that has an end date to it and variable accountabilities in there. So with an independent contractor, you're not talking about billable hours, you're not uh, really digging into performance development, performance management activities, and it can work well, but you've just got to have your wits about you in terms of understanding the agreement and understanding how to manage an independent contractor. Right, then we've got the employees and what I have heard a lot more about in the last couple of years is engaging employees on a casual basis and just don't forget there's full-time, permanent full-time, permanent part-time, uh, they can have a fixed end date but this casual employee bit is somewhat unknown to many business owners and the reason I wanted to talk about it today is that it's just come into the news and um, we have been reminded that after 12 months of casual employment, the employee is completely and utterly entitled to ask to be made permanent. And there's interesting commentary on that across uh, news outlets and social media at the moment. But what's interesting about a casual is that their salary is based, as I understand it, on the award rate and you pay superannuation, but they don't get all of the holiday and leave loadings. Instead, they get a 25, I think, loading on their hourly rate and that they are engaged to do a minimum number of hours per shift as such. Once again, it's a really interesting, flexible option that could really be a win-win for the employee and the business owner. But like everything else, the devil is in the detail. And it's super important that you understand what that devil and what that detail is so that you are operating as transparently and as compliantly as absolutely possible and that you understand what your obligations are. So another shout out, make sure that you get really, really good HR advice. Regardless of who you bring into your team, admin, clinical, you're going to need a position description that is possibly more detailed than you think it needs to be. Uh, there are some great examples uh, around and that is a great place to start as well. And you're going to need to invest in a contract, whether it's a contract for an independent contractor or a contract for full-time, part-time, casual employee. 
please, please, please don't copy the contract from your lovely colleague up the road. Please invest in the time to work with an HR professional. The reason being is it's really important that you understand it. And as part of the uh, the recruitment process, you need to be super cool and super confident with talking to it and being able to understand it, being able to explain it and ask questions around it. So that's why, that's why it's a really good investment in your uh, leadership knowledge, in your management knowledge and making sure that you are providing a um, safe, compliant, super awesome workplace for your growing, growing team. Well, I could talk about this all day, but it's probably very, very good that I don't. I'm going to give you a quick moment to pull out the bits that you heard, okay? Pull out those key points. Have a think about what's been useful. Have a think about what you might need to do on the back of this uh, this little podcast, this little share. And I'm going to leave you to act on that and I'm going to leave you to grow your businesses and to really, really look forward to building the team, building the business that you have in mind, the business that you dream of. Alrighty. Over and out for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays, they're all available over on naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other allied health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.